Where in Montana has the most gold, the most silver, the most coal? The Yellowstone. That was from 1923. On this episode of Why Watch That. Welcome to Why Watch That, your guide to the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. We're on a quest to go from channel to channel, platform to platform, and festival to festival to help you figure out what you want to watch. We do all the work so you don't have to. So get ready for some unexpectedly candid and entertaining reviews that will help you answer the ultimate question, why watch that? The Dutton Ranch is under siege. Vengeance, you see. Then it's you in prison, and the ranch is lost all the same. Look on every tree that stands, and this paradise becomes another concrete desert. It's not justice, it's preservation. Kara and Jacob, played by Helen Mirren and Harrison Ford, have been custodians of the land and of the family, including the two sons of Jacob's younger brother, James, who was played by Tim McGraw in 1883. Jacob's older son, John Sr., played by James Badge Dale, is gone after the attack on the Duttons during the first half of this season. Greed may be the thing that kills us all. And that created the necessity for his younger brother, Spencer, played by Brandon Sklinner, to have to come back from hunting in Africa to protect his family. He's been avoiding them ever since his harrowing experiences during the First World War. Needable passage to America. Survival is coming. And the Duttons need him. Back in Montana are not only his Aunt Kara and Uncle Jacob, who almost lost his life during that attack, leaving the family vulnerable, but also his nephew Jack, played by Darren Mann, and Jack's new wife Elizabeth, played by Michelle Randolph. What you haven't had is an education about this way of life. You will be free in a way that most people can barely conceive. So Spencer needs to take up the family mantle and knock back Banner Creighton, the Scottish Shepherd, who wants to take them down for his own nefarious pursuits played by Jerome Flynn, along with Banner's wealthy patron, Donald Whitfield, who's up to no good in his greedy and zealous plots to take over all the land he surveys, played by Timothy Dalton. He loves his land. And we will take it from him. We're gonna get them back. This must be done right. This will be a tall task for Spencer and for Alexandra, the British countess he fell in love with in Africa, played by Julia Schlepfer. Their journey from that mighty continent to the States brings them to the brink of death more than once. Mayday, mayday. They'll need all the nerve they can muster to keep the Dutton name and legacy intact. I have what my family fought for. You want to fight me for it too? And as if that weren't enough, there's also the terrible saga of the Catholic boarding school for indigenous girls. Sworn to kill the Indian in you. I will keep my word. After unspeakable abuses, one of the girls, Tiona Rainwater, played by Amina Nieves, decided to fight back and run away back to her grandma and home. But as a result, the chillingly evil father in charge of the school, played by Sebastian Rocher, wants her back, and he sends his underlings after her. Where did she go? Bring her back to me. So will she be able to escape his evil clutches? And what will be the price? 
And lastly, how does all of this connect, if at all? Well, the law, the government, and progress are all nipping at their heels. Every home in New York City has electricity. We buy all this stuff? We're not working for ourselves anymore. We're working for you. Washing machine seems like a good idea, I must admit. It is the future, man. All right. So, 1923. Um, I guess if you like Yellowstone, this might be something that you're into. It kind of gave me... It, I, yeah. it doesn't remind me of Yellowstone, to be honest. No? Nope. That's interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. so visually... 1883 mm-hmm. and 1923, yeah. Yellowstone is its own thing to me. To mm, me. Got I, it. I don't know. If you like Yellowstone, but you like 1923, well, it's telling the whole backstory, right? 1883 to 1923, working right. up to Yellowstone. So it mm-hmm. would make sense. If you didn't like Yellowstone, could you still like 1883 and 1923? Yes. Okay. That describes me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. They're more classic Western. You know, Yellowstone is modern Western. I just some of the characterizations in Yellowstone didn't work for me. The execution from some mm-hmm. of the one by it. Yeah. But huge hit. I understand why people like it. I know people who like it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> um, and I normally like Taylor Sheridan stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. So Yellowstone is one of the exceptions. Um, so yeah, it's not quite the same as what I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what do you think, producer, as someone who knows nothing about the Yellowstone universe? Did that did that get your pulse racing, the blood quickening through your veins? Not really. Not really. I have to say, um, no. You don't like westerns, so what do you know? You know nothing. You know what it is. I like and not <laughs> my dad loves westerns, right? So like, I, we don't talk about I, your dad. We talk listen. about you. <laughs> listen. <laughs> by default okay i have some knowledge here so every time that i'm i'm home we watch we were watching westerns and it's something about those black and white westerns that just feel different than the color one so it's it's really hard for me to kind of move into a non-black and white western it just doesn't feel the same there are so many classic westerns that are in color i don't know any of them I've only seen the black and white like ones. You like this most of the Western. <laughs> you like one of that, that with the black and white where they had the really old TV Westerns is what you're talking about. Yeah. But not like Shane. Like Shane, a classic from the 50s, I believe, is in color. Oh, oh don't know it. <laughs> what are we going to do with you? And like um, the good, the bad, the ugly, like all that. That's in color. Like all of Clint Eastwood's career. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> it's like a black and white. <laughs> you know, the spaghetti westerns, all of that. And then right, influence the Quentin Tarantino. And... Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're all going to settle down after that. <laughs> I don't even know what to call that. Uh, when this is at its best, producer, it is quite majestic. Like, you can see that even in. In the, in the preview, yeah, like I, like this moment, you're like, oh, this is cool. Yes, and it can be gripping in its best moments. Mm. In its best moments, you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was quite inspired to cast Helen Mirren and Harrison Ford together. I wouldn't have thought of that. Mm. 
mm-hmm. I wouldn't have. It really works. Mm-hmm. They are not the same kind of actor, but it clicks. Like it, mm-hmm. I, they do a good job. I think both of them do a very good job together, and that helps the show itself. Now, is it always as crisp as I wanted it to be? I wouldn't say that, but there's enough weight to keep things going. Plus, I understand Western beats, mm-hmm. you know, because when you have this whole thing with uh, Old Boy in Africa, <laughs> you know, uh, Spencer, and then he meets, you know, Alexandra, you know, she runs away from her fiance to be with him. Mm-hmm. You know, OK, like I know where you're going. Mm-hmm. This Western romance thing, I know what's going to happen. You know, they read the letters producer leading up to the uh, end of the fourth episode, which is where they took a break halfway through the season. They were reading letters from home and you know where they're about to get, you know, cause they're sending them letters. Like you got to come back home and help us. We're on the siege. Reading and you know, they're in each other's arms out in the African, you know, Savannah, wherever they are. They finally get there. They're like, Oh, we got to go. How are we going to get there? How are they going to get there? You know, this is world war one. Right. They got to find a ship. <laughs> yes. First get on a tugboat with old boy from Minority Report. I saw him. I was like, this ain't going to go well. <laughs> they got no ships in the water. They didn't try to get on another ship. They encounter problems. They're like, it's all kinds of problems. But it was just funny because watching this with my brother, he was like, oh, here are the letter readers again. <laughs> <laughs> You might like that, but I understood it. I'm like, okay, we're building classic Western beats. But the thing about Taylor is brutality. He always brings it. Mm -hmm. So you have that, like he does not shy away from it. The whole thing with Tiona, Mm -hmm. we're not going to say what happened to her at that school. Mm -hmm. I mean, you saw they cut her hair and that means Mm -hmm. something significant Mm -hmm. for indigenous peoples. But they that was the least of what they did to her. Mm. And she was fighting back. Yeah. I mm. mean, look, the father in charge. I, mm. <laughs> I mm. auntie, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But my question was, how is this going to connect? Because there is one more season, just one more for 1923 to finish the story. Because I was like, how is this with the Duttons being under siege by Timothy Dalton's character, who's just a sadist? Literally, you'll see mm-hmm. that. And his minion banner, like they're trying to fight them because Timothy Dalton's character wants to buy up all the land. He's like, I'm going to squeeze them. I'm going to buy everything around them and squeeze them out. He does something real devious at the end of this season. But how does that connect to Tiona and the indigenous people and running away from these schools? Because these Catholics in this show, I mean, these priests on the horses it's like the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Mm. And if they, if you are an indigenous child, they're going to scoop you up and take you to school. It's like, my gosh. Wow. I don't know how it connects yet, but I'm sure we'll find out in season two. So mm. yeah, I, I, overall, I think this is certainly a worthy addition to Taylor's uh, work. Um, it certainly works well, much more than it doesn't. And when it doesn't work, it's not working as well. So, you know, I'll look forward to season two of that. If you are a Western fan, as long as you don't mind it in color, this will be fine. I would say this to you though, producer, to get over your uh, problems here. 
start watching Westerns, even if they're in color, that might help you. Like, I mean, like Jeremiah Johnson, like how could you, these are classics. They are in color. Okay. okay. So I would say, put that on your list. You can, you can watch 1923 without seeing 1883. Because <laughs> even me and my description, I had to look it up like, who's who? Like, who? How did they connect? So it's no big deal. Just mm-hmm. check it out, is what I would All say. Right. And again, producer, you can start with Shane, because that'll be a nice Shane. link, a bridge between your TV westerns to the mm-hmm. movie in color. Okay. And we can work your way through Clint Eastwood with the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything else in spaghetti westerns. You can watch Jeremiah Johnson, one of my favorites. Okay, with Robert Redford, when he comes upon the man in the bear suit, mm-hmm. you know, you've seen Tarantino. I know you liked yeah, Cohen's. I, love Tarantino. I know yeah. you like True Grit. Yeah, that was in color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're always here to educate. Okay, so the full season one out of two for 1923 is all available on Paramount Plus in color. Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That, and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, you can visit us at whywatchthat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going.